Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1489. It's time to take the lifestyle initiative by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. Oh, and I always add a little bit of my own commentary at the end. Now today is Wednesday. And like I do every Wednesday, I'd like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, as with many things in life, the problem is not the problem. The problem is how you react to the problem. Anonymous. And that's perfect for what we were talking about yesterday in episode 1488. It was talking about relabeling stress and anxiety. And we talked about how if you can reframe or relabel stressful, and anxious feelings, we can actually use it to our advantage. But enough about yesterday's post, you're excited to hear today's post. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. It's time to take the lifestyle initiative by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. What if you knew there was a way to eliminate 80% of all premature death and the preceding associated chronic disease. Would you be interested to find out more? What if you knew this way was inexpensive, freely available, and readily achievable in your lifestyle if you were to fully commit to it? Would you be willing to give it a go? Sometimes the solution to a big problem, such as the burden of chronic medical disease, the pandemic of obesity and type 2 diabetes, can seem insurmountable. We delve into complicated algorithms and trials to look to develop fancy, expensive medications, even when the answer is sitting quietly in front of us. When the solution appears too easy, we often don't believe it. But the key to better health is our lifestyle choices. Dr. David Katz, president of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, is on a mission to improve health using the seven facets of what he calls feet, fork, and fingers, sleep, stress, love, and fun. 
These are the same pillars I talk about when creating a fitter, healthier brain so we can think smarter, stay sharper, and live life to the fullest. Let's take a look at the forks component because there's a bit of room for improvement here. It's estimated that 99% of Australian kids don't eat the recommended amount of fruit and vegetables each day. Not only that, many adults fail to eat the recommended two to five servings each day. This matters because of the link between poor diet and the risk of depression and neurodegenerative disease. What a mother chooses to eat during her pregnancy influences her child's future risk of obesity, diabetes, and other health problems through something called the epigenetic effect. Lucinda Hancock, CEO of Nutrition Australia, advises vegetables are our most under-consumed food group, so it's time to eat our greens. Part of the problem with our diet is the mass of misinformation and hype. We get bombarded with messages of eat this superfood or avoid this food at any cost. And with the plethora of diets, each touting their reason for being the only one worthy of your attention, no wonder we end up confused as to where the truth lies. If you put yourself on a diet to lose weight, there's a reasonable level of expectation that it will work, whether it's low carb or high carb, high fat or low fat, high protein or low protein. What counts is eating a balanced diet that doesn't exclude a major food group, described by Michael Pollan, author of Food Rules, as, quote, eating real food, mostly plant-based, and not too much, end quote. So what is real food? It's food that's instantly recognizable as something that has been grown in the ground or on a tree or comes from an animal. While we are encouraged to read the labeling on packages, especially those products suspected of being high in added refined sugar, salt, or fat, simply picking those items that are fresh and unprocessed automatically provides you with food more likely to be the healthy option. Now let's debunk some myths too. Myth number one, fresh food is too expensive. Not necessarily if you're choosing foods that are in season. Now this justification is frequently used to disguise the reality that we prefer the less healthy alternatives that have mouthfeel, are tasty and cheap. Poor dietary choices end up costing us dearly in the long run. Myth number two, the kids won't eat the healthy options. Excuse me, who is in charge here? Fussy eaters or not, pandering to the whims of our kids doesn't teach them healthy eating habits. Instead of providing one meal for the kids and one for the adults, why not make it a family meal and encourage them to eat what's on their plate? Mealtimes don't have to be a battleground. If they choose not to eat their meal, that's okay, but don't provide sweets and snacks for in between. When they're hungry, they'll come back to the table. Myth number three, eating fat makes us fat. Did anyone notice how despite a generation following low-fat diets, we've been getting fatter and fatter? One gram of fat has nine calories, while one gram of protein or carbohydrate only have four. We need fats to absorb our fat-soluble vitamins, and they make us feel fuller more quickly, so we're not tempted to eat as much. Good fats as those found in avocados, oily fish, seeds, and nuts are beneficial to our general health, brain health, and muscles. Fat isn't the problem. The problem is the overconsumption of calorie-dense, low nutritional value foods. Myth number four, honey is better than sugar. Honey is still a sugar, 
and so is molasses. If you're looking to cut down on how much refined added sugar you're consuming, and typically most of this is found in our drinks, then sticking to good old-fashioned water and non-sweetened beverages are the way to go. Avoid artificial sweeteners, as these activate insulin release in the same way sugar does, while bypassing the body's natural indicator hormones that tell us we've had enough to eat. And myth number five, gluten-free is healthier. If you have celiac disease, which is estimated to affect about 1% of the population, or have been diagnosed with gluten intolerance or allergy, well then this is true. But cutting out gluten, just for gluten's sake, isn't necessary or helpful. Indeed, one recent study published by the British Medical Journal has shown that going gluten-free when unnecessary was associated with a shorter lifespan. Plus, many of the gluten-free products are expensive, costing up to 17% more than the gluten-containing alternatives. Contributing to a healthier lifestyle begins with eating more good food, eating a variety of foods, avoiding the processed stuff, and reconnecting to the joy of eating great and tasty fresh produce as much as possible. It's time we take the lifestyle initiative. Do you agree? You just listened to the post titled, It's Time to Take the Lifestyle Initiative by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I know how frustrating it can be when we hear conflicting nutrition information. And as we heard in Dr. Brockes's article, Many professionals in the field acknowledge that this is something that can lead to confusion and mistrust. But luckily, many of the major foundational concepts we heard growing up haven't changed, like we all need to eat more vegetables. And when we say vegetables, think more dark green leafy, orange, and red vegetables instead of the usual corn, peas, and potatoes. And we know that if we don't take the time to care for our health now, we will end up paying later. Take it from me. I took my health for granted and ended up with a chronic disease diagnosis at the age of 19. At one point, my health insurance and medication costs were over $1,000 a month. That means I spent over $12,000 a year just on my medical costs. That money could have been spent on so many other things. And these costs didn't include any surgeries, hospital stays, or even a second chronic condition which affects other people, 
And now I was lucky these costs didn't include surgeries, hospital stays, or even a second chronic condition. This was just managing one chronic condition. So take it from me. It's worth investing in our health now when we still have it. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.